Say what you will about LSU and Brian Kelly, where the student that died at Notre Dame, he, he's atoned for that, right? He's, he's taken some responsibility there. Same can't be said for new Auburn head coach Hugh Freeze and the crap he consistently keeps pulling, calling out survivors of sexual assault at the universities he works at. What's up, Georgia football fans? You're listening to episode 335 of the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. My name is Scott Duvall, and I'm joined, as usual, by my two co-hosts, Will Leach and Tony Waller. And this is the Georgia LSU SEC Championship Game Preview. It's going to be a much different game and contest than it was three years ago. Different players, different people, different motivations. But yet, one person remains the same, and that is Stetson Bennett. Here's Will to get it all started. I did, I, like most, unlike the rest of you, I understood when Stetson Bennett came in at the end of that SEC championship game against LSU four years ago, three years ago? It's a long game. Three years ago. Three years ago. Kirby was playing the long game. Yes, that he was just letting them know. He was playing the seed for what would be coming, uh, and, and here we are. Um, hello, everyone. Uh, thanks one last thing. Thank that one, I want to thank everyone one more time for coming to our event on Sunday. An absolute blast. I love that we did. <laughs> it was a great time. It was a great time. You had one on Sunday as well? Oh, sorry. No, sorry. Um, <laughs> I missed out. No. <laughs> wink, wink, Tony. Uh, yes, yeah, Saturday. Uh, it just kept going for me. It kept going to Sunday. And... If I will have to pick a game to do it again next year because it really is like it's one of my favorite things that we do. It's just a reminder of how again I, I said this on the post game show, but it is surprising to me. I know the odds say that one of you people listening, one of you has to be a jerk. You would think that guy that left the comment after you spoiled the national championship. I that, think guy. that guy, that guy, that guy, I can't figure out how to use podcasts. <laughs> Maybe so. And um, I, I mean, to be fair, it must. Yeah. <laughs> You did introduce us live from the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, but yeah, so eventually, maybe we'll meet someone of you that's a jerk sometime, but I haven't met one yet. So, yeah, uh, very, don't very, rush up. It's fine. Yeah, very, but. very good times. Um, you know, it's so like I was thinking about this, and you know, you touched on this with the uh, with the Hugh Freeze business, and yeah, it is. I will say briefly on that that uh, to see them getting the blowback that they've gotten, the immediate blowback. Mm-hmm. That they've gotten the immediate and earned blowback. Oh yeah, uh, and they, I, again, it's Auburn, and like it's Auburn. They, they blowback is, I think, I think it's the name of the mascot. Is <laughs> blowback <laughs> blowback the beaten up tiger? Uh, but at a certain level, uh, I mean, uh, it's it, he's it's always fun to have someone to truly hate at Auburn. Yeah, and uh, Bruce Pearl was that guy, and Hugh Freeze is now that guy. But the thing I was thinking about is kind of going into this LSU game. Is we spent all the time this time talking about the D- Georgia having its different levels of Alabama, right? Now we've all tried to be Alabama, then you become Alabama, or, and and the transition into okay, now we're back fired up again, and now we got to win another win. To me, this uh, this is a new interesting stage of being Alabama, which is now we are the dominant SEC West champions playing who the Missouri team, whoever stumbled out of the SEC East. True. Um, and it is kind of funny to be in that spot. It feels that way. It does. Yeah. yeah. And, and Oh, it, it very much is that spot. Yeah. And, and to be fair, if 
Alabama would have somehow snuck into this game, no one would be feeling no, this way. No. But I think that, but because they didn't, and because LSU just lost to Texas A&M, it does have a little bit of that. Oh, look, it's Missouri. Now, Missouri never actually played Alabama in the SEC championship. They played Auburn. They played Auburn. They got yeah. destroyed by Auburn. But they made two. But I don't. I don't feel like. I feel like they played LSU one year. Yeah, I think that's right. And Auburn. I don't think they ever actually played Alabama. Well, but, no, couldn't have been. Couldn't have been because. Let's see, twelve. I we'll let's we'll get chat on yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get chat on. But but certainly it is funny, like this is now the next step of this. It is you know, Georgia is the Big Ten East champion against okay, who made it out of there? Purdue, Iowa, so on. Some team. And whatever. I, listen, this is a I, I don't that that's an oversimplification. Gene Daniels looks like he'll be back. You know, I I don't think that LSU is LSU is not what's that? Missouri played Alabama they, and Auburn. Uh, Auburn beat them 59 to 42, and then Alabama beat them 42 to 13. And that was uh, 2013 for versus Auburn, 2014 versus Alabama. So, listen, LSU is, I'm not saying LSU is Missouri, but certainly the idea, this is a three loss team that just lost to Texas A&M. I think they are more talented than that. They beat Alabama, they won the SEC West. Obviously, the SEC West was going through some things this year. Um, and I would not quite get get to the place where now, with the, with South Carolina and Tennessee making their steps forward, that we're saying the SEC East has somehow become what the SEC West was. I don't think it's that. But certainly for Georgia to be that team, Georgia is now the Alabama facing whatever team has come out of the SEC West, which is funny. <laughs> it's funny to, to think about. And it's also funny when you think of the context of this game and the stakes of this game. Because as has been pointed out, after by the time... The games start on Saturday. By the time we wake up on Saturday morning, it's very possible we already know the four teams. Because is that the Pac-12 plays Friday? Friday, okay. Friday. And so, and it's really, you're just playing for seeding. And even that, you may not even really be playing for seeding. And like I'm Michigan wins and Georgia loses, you're playing for seeding. But otherwise, you're probably not playing too much for seeding. And maybe TCU loses and USC wins. But on the whole. It's a weird kind of vibe to have. Listen, last year we were in the SEC championship game and knew that we were in no matter what happened in the game, as was proven by the fact that they lost the game and kept going. But it still felt like, yeah, but they're playing Alabama. So this mm-hmm. is like, this is a weird sort of no upside and no downside SEC championship game. Like the upside, like there's no real upside. You're already number one. You're assumed to be number one. The worst case scenario is you. But if you lose to LSU, then it's like, hmm, what's going on? And all those kind of questions, and and the the most flawed team of a flawed, you know, the most the least imperfect, the least perfect team, the most imperfect team, the best imperfect team, the best imperfect that's team. That's what it was. Whatever kind of uh, phrasing that was, then you start having those questions again. But if Georgia like goes in and beats LSU definitively, even then, I don't, I'm not sure what you've really proven, other than that. You've made it through an entire season and uh, an SC championship undefeated, which frankly is something. Then the goals done. the goals change because has Georgia ever gone fifteen and zero in a season? Probably no. not. Have they ever yeah. defended a national championship before? No, no. Well, they weren't <laughs> successful defending it. Well, no, because they Clemson won it the year after they did. Yeah, yeah. like Clemson beat them second, third week of the season. Right. Uh, yeah, I do. I do want to push back just a second. First off, um, not for nothing. Both those Missouri teams had better records than LSU does. Yes. Uh, although there's some corollaries there. I mean, that one of them lost to Indiana, Indiana, mm. uh, in the same season that they they played in the SEC championship. Uh, which I'll be a little honest. I'm not saying I'm worried about this game. Do not quote me as saying that. 
It does make me a little concerned, though, when we've seen Georgia not come out early uh, against the, the opponents in a way that we would expect them to. Let's put it that way. We saw it. I mean, for Tech's a good example. We talked about this in the postgame. Uh, you have to give Brent Key some credit. Uh, Tech really had schemed out a, a nearly perfect first drive. I mean, the way they scripted that drive out. Just probably saw that a little bit against Mississippi State. Definitely saw that nearly a whole game against Missouri. That's actually... Saw that last year, Tennessee. Yeah, last year, Tennessee, right? If you... Look, if you want to point to a game where if anybody is like, well, LSU could still sneak up on these guys, you got to point to the... You have to point to the Missouri game. They play physical football. They have a quarterback that can move around a little bit if his leg is still attached. Uh, And by all indications, he is going to play if he can at all. Um, He was hurt. Yeah, he 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 got hurt in the game, but he and he was in a walking boot on boot on Sunday. I think that was pretty prophylactic. But um, the I, I could be wrong. I mean, he could show up and be in, in a cast. I don't know. But um, but there are. Uh, I, I will say this here. I did. I wasn't certain about this early in the season. Uh, a lot of very smart football people said this thing that I'm going to repeat. Brian Kelly's a good football coach, uh, including someone sitting at this table. Will, um, and again, I mean, I'm still. I, I have have long been along the um, the path that either it will turn out spectacularly and he will win national championships, or he will have to find a ride from uh, Huma one day uh, because he gets left. Uh, and still, still less in the range. Look, the game last week was not great for them. It was a horrible look. A horrible look. A, a, a Texas A&M team that has not scored more than 24 points this season put 40-something on them. And ran over them. Ran over That's them. That's the thing. Out-physicaled them at the yeah. point of attack, made them look bad, and, and did it kind of out of the blue, right? When LSU still had something to play for because it was generally assumed if LSU had gone to Atlanta and beaten Georgia, they would be the first two-loss team in the playoffs, right? There is... I, I cannot fathom a world where LSU wins this game and they're in the playoffs. No. They, oh, no, no. At best, they're playing for the— Even if, S- <clears throat> if USC loses, even if TCU loses. Yeah. There's I, th- some, I think they put Ohio State. Ohio State and Michigan still. Yeah, yeah. Right? Purdue wins. I still think they put in—I I just don't— oh, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. If Michigan loses Purdue, I can't see they're them. Not, they're, they're I can't like, see them putting Ohio State or Michigan in. Actually, now I think about it. I don't know. Wait a minute. Purdue is the key to the world. Um, so, you know, that—having said all of that— um, I, uh, it's interesting to me, and I'm, I'm glad you brought up the Stetson thing. There are some of these guys that played on that team in 2019 uh, who were there, who got some reps. Um, and It's remembering just how much we got smoked. Yeah. Oh, I was there. Yeah. Is that the last time they've gotten beat that like that? It is, right? Is that the last time they've um, really gotten I, maybe I, Alabama I, SEC I, championship I would, game? There are people that would say the Alabama SEC championship game. But it never felt like but they were even like in it. it. Yeah, it, it, that, game, that game. It was just obvious. Like, it was, it was obvious. obvious from the first play, the LSU. If we were going to win, it was going to take, like, you know, we talked about what would it take to win. And I think we said on the podcast, even though I squinted and thought we might win, um, we was like, hey, it will take Georgia doing this and this and this, right? Um, there's at least three of this uh, and this is for LSU to win this game. And there were at least that many when Georgia played them in 2019. Um, and the interesting thing is, and we're, I, I guess the thing to talk about now, at least in my mind, because I've kind of been artfully avoiding it, is, I mean, either you go and win a national championship, you're 15-0, and 0, or in some level this season is going to be a disappointment. 
Right. I'm not. I'm not saying that's fair. I don't saying You're I saying see it as this point. If they lose, they lose this game. No, if they the if they don't game. win the national championship. Oh yeah, I, oh, I certainly. Yeah, agree if they that. don't win the national championship, which is not what we felt. Not, not only I wouldn't have felt season. that. I wouldn't have felt that before the Tennessee game. I'm not right? exactly, exactly right. But but we are now twelve and zero. Yeah, you got to do it now. We are. You got to do it now, right? And I yeah, think these windows are closing all the well, time. They're always closing, yeah. right? And you know, I think I don't know who the quarterback is next year. Right, well, that's, that's, that's been the fifth. <laughs> I can't take credit for that. That was Wayne's line. But um, I, you know, the the thing about it to me is that we are. Oh, Graham Coffee tweeted this thing. We're living the golden age of Georgia football. Right. This is, this is. I mean, look, we could look back and it will like eighty, eighty one, and eighty two. But there's also a time we could look back and it would be or eighty in eighty three. We could also look back at this time as like. 81, except for we'd be Clemson, <laughs> and then went and won you know, the Cotton Bowl against Texas. And when national two national champs in a row is... When was the last time that happened? Alabama, Alabama. 11 and 12? Yeah, yeah. Um, did Clemson do it? I think Nebraska did it before Alabama. Oh, yeah, Nebraska. Well, Clemson did not do it. But it doesn't happen often, no, right? No, no. And the fact that... The, you know, we'll talk about this a minute ago. The fact that Georgia is now that team, the beast, the beast of the SEC, the team that everyone is now rolling their eyes at, oh, God, Georgia's in this thing. Of course, they're going to win it, <laughs> Right? It's so fun. Yeah. It's so fun. Y'all enjoy this. Show up and be just like it's so fun. And the thing I th- the thing I think that I might love the most about it is thinking back at that 2019 LSU team. That team was amazing. <laughs> that team was amazing. It was also a special season. That was LSU. Everything felt exactly right for them. Yeah. Burrow turned out to be terrific. Brady turned out to be the perfect QB for him, and everything just fell exactly right. You know it felt exactly right because it wasn't like that before and it wasn't like that after. Mm-hmm. It was a special. We're talking about two two years later. Yeah. So and and it, it was a special season and it was it wasn't sustainable. The thing when I think of Georgia's special seasons, obviously last year they won the national championship. Though, let's say they lose. Let's say they lose to Michigan last year. We I think we would consider it still a special season. But it would yeah. Be like, yeah. But like I would still consider the most special special season is. Probably eighteen, right? Or twenty-seven, seventeen, 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 and eighteen. 18. Yeah. No, if, if if they lost to Michigan, yes, yeah, yes. I'm just saying, like, my the fear that we had when Georgia was losing to LSU was that seventeen, eighteen was that was a special bad. year, yeah. and we didn't get there. One of the things that's been really exciting about this year is it's actually, other than the Tennessee game, not been that exciting. <laughs> like, this has not felt like a special year. Except for the fact they just win all their games, and my and, and are heavily and not heavily favored, but pretty clearly almost favored. in a ho hum way. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like this is not a special. This is not like it's a special season because Georgia may win the national championship. And this is a Georgia podcast. We're all having a great time. We love it. And it's set, like it was cool. The big cheer that Stetson Bennett got in on Senior Day, and it was cool. Like it's been all of this great stuff. But like, has there been a um, uh, has there been a conducting of the band? Situation scene has there been you know has there been those that snap moment really the snap moment that's happened this year even the Tennessee game itself was not that exciting it was the fans and the crowd oh. and the vibe yeah that's what was so exciting about that game the game itself was yeah that's what Georgia does they beat teams like that Georgia the only time Georgia's had really an exciting game this year is when they had to look death in the face right. Is when, when that Missouri was as exciting as it got, and did that feel enthralling no. and exhilarating? And and that's the thing that to me is the interesting place about where Georgia football is. LSU gets a special year every once in a while, 
Like they had that special year. Auburn had a special year every once in a while. Uh, they, 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 Michigan may think they're having that special year right now, uh, to be entirely honest. But what's fun about this Georgia team, and I think what is so interesting, is we are literally talking about Georgia winning the national championship two consecutive years. And even the way we're talking about it feels like we're almost talking ourselves into it. Like, hey, while we're here, we should just go ahead and do it. Yeah. Yeah, perhaps we should. Perhaps we should go ahead and do that while we're here to win a national championship. Ho-hum. And I think that's what's so interesting about this year is that Georgia is the best team in football. They are favored to win the national championship again. They are I, the the we but even that we're like damning them with 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 praise Big like praise, like, so like best imperfect team <clears throat> yeah or a team that like is still as Emerson Drink pointed out in his thing for all the talk of Georgia being vaguely disappointing this year what is it the average scores thirty two to 11, eleven or something like the idea that like there's been this has been any sort of danger this is already happening it's already happening one year after national championship where we're like hey sure. Second would be fun. Yeah. Second would be a good time. As opposed to, holy crap, guys. Georgia is heavily is, – is, we all think they're going to smoke LSU. I'm getting the picks. But they're going to smoke LSU. I don't, I, we can see if they end up playing USC. I would argue USC would worry me more than Absolutely. TCU would. I think that's right. Uh, but certainly, I think we all think Georgia would be favored and would be surprised if they lost that game. Michigan looked good. I don't think Michigan terrified. I think they're a slightly different team than they were last year. But I don't think uh, – was anyone scared during the Orange Bowl last year? Because I wasn't scared during the Orange Bowl. No. Uh, it, is, it is remarkable how quickly we have gotten conditioned. Now, this is not a criticism of the Georgia fan, but I think it's perfectly human. It's remarkable how quickly we've gotten conditioned into the idea of – um, yeah, sure. Well, we got while this runs going, let's go fifteen and zero win two consecutive national championships. It's a it's a pretty great place to be, and I'll uh, it's it's first world problems, but I'll take them. Yeah, I think part of it though is we have been so we have been there. There's a national narrative that we have bought into a little bit, right? In that if you look back, even the seventeen Alabama team, yeah, they. They did not play in the SEC championship game because they lost to Auburn and they had, you know, Auburn ended up playing us in the SEC championship, but they snuck in and then they looked so good. Well, that team, the hallmark of that team was like, well, Nick Saban's figured offense out, right? <laughs> and then and then in 2018. Also, let's not forget, by the way, the two quarterbacks in that team could possibly play each other in the Super Bowl this year. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's <laughs> it could be Hurts against Tua. Yeah. That yeah. is insane. <laughs> right. And then you turn around and um, – Sorry, I interrupted. No, that's fine. You turn around in 18, it was Clemson, you know, smoking Alabama, two 14-0 teams, right? Well, it's, you know, it's all about offense now. And you saw that in 19 with LSU and then in 20 with Alabama. Where everybody was like – well, Georgia only did this because they had a transcendent defense. The thing we worried about at the beginning of the season was like, well, the offense got to be really good to cover up for the defense. Well, the defense is averaging one point a game more than they were last yeah, year. Yeah. One point a game, four yards less per game. Right. And, by the way, the offense is better. The offense is not – look, the off, I do not buy that last year's offense was man ball plotting. Right, right. But it also wasn't super dynamic in a way that it is now. It feels Munkin, It feels like Munkin is like got it now. Yeah, Munkin's in his back. And a lot of people are like, well, what about, what about Georgia Tech or what about, what about Missouri? I am – What about the red zone? The red zone is the thing. Red zone is the thing, right? But I, I am not of um, – I've seen this team enough. And I feel comfortable in saying this. I've seen this team enough to say that there have been times, especially the past couple of weeks, where there were plays that Munkin 
I would have called if Kirby had told him, call the place. I think the time of not calling the place is over, right? And that does not mean I think we will beat uh, LSU 52 to 10. Although they rank as second, it could be in the realm of possibilities, right? If we if Georgia gets ranked second tomorrow night, we're recording on Monday night. Um, it is in the realm of possibilities that Kirby's like, all right, well, I want to play in the Peach Bowl, so I got to go make that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that doesn't mean that would. I'm just saying there's the realm of possibilities. Uh, the other part about this is that I I think it is important that we recognize that Georgia's doing this with a former walk on. That we recognize that George is doing this on the backs of um, a three-star receiver, a three-star receiver, a former walk-on starting linebacker, um, because it has been everybody's like, well, of course, of course, it would look at the recruiting rankings, and that's super important, right? Jalen Carter doesn't happen in a vacuum; he happens in a test tube. But it also is important to note that. Georgia's also doing it because they're developing players and making them really, really, really good football players. And they're playing as a unit. This team does feel different than last year's team. It does feel different. It does. It feels a little bit like Kirby's pedaling a little harder than he had to last year, um, which is fine. Well, think about the Nolan Smith injury. We yeah. we talked about it for a week. It hadn't come up since. Yeah. Because Chaz Chambliss has been playing out of his mind. Robert Beal's been playing out of his mind. It helps to get Jalen Carter back. Yeah. It's also worth remembering, too. Like, there's all this talk after. I don't know if you guys saw what happened in the Crimson <clears throat> South Carolina game this week. Oh, oh my like, God. Storming the road stadium. Mm, that's awesome. You oh, yeah. Storming the oh, That is Just great. So, uh, that, that's wonderful. That's, I, I wish Illinois fans would have done that for you to beat Michigan. That would be incredible. There would have been like 20 guys there, but still. Yeah. Um, Poor but for Robert. For all this talk. Rosenthal. Robert. Uh, Rosenthal. Uh, Rosenthal. For all this talk about, you know, Clemson is falling behind the times. They're not using the transfer yeah, portal. Yeah, so like, like, for what it's worth, what was the one division the Power 5 team that did not take a transfer this year? Georgia. It was Georgia. And, 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 no, and everyone knows it's not because Kirby Smart is like, oh, no, I am principled against the transfer. We are, I'm a former walk-on. That's my Dabo. That's not how Dabo sounds at all, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he's not on his high horse about it. He's just like, you know what? We're we're good, mm-hmm. and that keeps being proven again. And again, that's not to say he will not use the transfer portal at some point. This offseason seems logical to actually look for for some spots in that. But that to me is one of the most remarkable things about this is you can lose Nolan, and there's two or three guys that are there, and everybody knows they're going to be there. The worry was about that first game. That he was out because it was Tennessee, and you didn't mm-hmm. know it. And then, and then, like, and then they're like, "Oh, these guys are these are these have been playing the third and fourth quarters every game the first four games games this year anyway. They're always rotating in. So to be able to do that is it's a cool spot, and it's the sort of thing that makes you think. I think I also think part of it about the ho humness about Purdue going fifteen and winning the national championship is because it doesn't feel like a special team. It doesn't feel like the end of anything. And like seventeen, eighteen felt like the end of something. You knew Chubb was leaving. You knew, uh, you, like, you knew, you said yeah. like those guys were going to be gone. Yeah, Michelle was going to go. Yeah. Carter was gone. Yeah, uh, Roquan. Uh, and, like you know, there was going to be guys that were leaving. You knew this was the end of the Rick era. That was the final end of it. His people, like, it didn't mean that Georgia was not going to be good. It just meant that you were clearly saying goodbye. It was a page turn. Yeah. One of the nice things about the way that Georgia constructed now is you never have to say goodbye. You never <laughs> have to turn the page because you've seen all of these guys and they're constantly kind of rotating in. And so to be in the spot in the second year, I think that's 
another reason. I agree with you. I like you. I like the way you put that about Kirby's having the pedal harder this year. He has, and you've seen him for all the talk about oh Kirby's going to have to get after him uh, when after that, that first half. You don't get. I don't get any sense at all. That's how he's treating this team. No, I feel uh, like I, I, this is not. I mean, Timothy, Timothy will tell you that at practice, yes, yeah, but certainly not in game, and certainly not in the media. Yeah, and, and I think practice is like he's probably been. I'm sure he's been like that from the game. I'm sure it's he's exactly the same way as. I assume he's like that as an eight year old. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying I when he was helping uh, uh, coach one of the little league teams this year, I did not see him doing that. But uh, maybe maybe he was just uh, maybe maybe you don't scream in the off season. Uh, but more to the point, <laughs> also they're nine. Um, but, but that, that's what I mean is that like that's why I feel that it feels like we're in the middle of the story and it's always feels like we've like heading into before you won the national championship it felt like when is this going to end when is our pain going to end when is the drought going to end when are they finally going to get one well that has been done now it doesn't feel like we're starting a new story it just feels like we're in the middle of an ongoing thing and that is basically the perfect place to be well I think I think it's uh I guess a quick word of caution is the best way of putting this. It's going to end sometime. Yeah. It's going to. Um, by the way, uh, when, it, when it does, guys, let's not, be, let's not be Clemson fans. There are people that are ready to fire Dabo. Yeah. And, and look, I, three more years of this, and I could see why you'd want to. Yeah. But Dabo has two national championships. <laughs> yeah. He's earned some runway. Yeah. Second off. At, when was the last time Clemson? I mean, 81, right? They weren't really close. Yeah. Georgia was closer between 81 and whatever year. They yes, they absolutely were. Clemson was. They were. Uh, the second thing is. Ohio State fans are ready to fire Ryan Day because he's lost to Michigan twice. He's 40-something and five, and two of those yeah. losses are to Michigan. He got them to the college football playoff, and they're like, he doesn't understand this rivalry. I mean, sometimes just other teams are better than your team, right? No, no, that doesn't mean, like, he, he can't go and five against them. I agree with that. So, the, I guess the reason I say that, as a cautionary tale, it's like, we could lose Saturday. I think if we lose Saturday, we still have to stand a pretty good shot of playing in the playoffs. We're going to have to go to Phoenix, but whatever. But we could lose against whomever in the semifinals. It's hard at this point. It's the top four teams in the nation. And I will be disappointed, and I will be sad, but it's. I hope the better angels among us will stop and think because this will come to an end at some point. And I'm not trying to harsh anybody. I just want to make sure that we behave reasonably because there are fan bases that aren't. And uh, there are people that are going to dance on the grave. And if you got to turn off Twitter to do that, that's fine. However, saying that, guys, this is going to be 15 and 0. Let's go do it. And I, and I, don't, I don't say that in a way that, like, like, ooh, we're here. We should do it. We should enjoy this. This, should, this is fun. Not it should be fun. It is fun. I started out the season, I spent all off season. Not fretting about this. I got to be honest. I'm not fretting about it now. I'm really not. This I mean, great. you get all the upside of fandom and none of the downside. It's so and whatever. Awesome. Eventually, we're going to taste our own blood. Eventually, it's going to happen. Yes, yes. it's going to happen. Absolutely. But right now, like, and listen, if they're down four, 14 points in in the fourth quarter against uh, USC, <clears throat> I'm not going to be like, oh, it's all upside. Like, it's going to be annoying, right? It's going to be frustrating. But like, that's okay. Too. Like this is a, such a nice place, and for what it's worth, I don't think it's ending Saturday, and I will take Georgia's chances over any of those any of the other three teams. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and I frankly, I think they probably would too. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so speaking of bad fan bases, hmm. this is a good time to transition to Auburn. Absolutely, just for about one <laughs> do it. Um, so we're recording on Monday night. If you haven't heard, 
The um, ink's not even dry. The ink hadn't even Is it been, official yet? It is. is. It's Auburn, official. Auburn has tweeted it out. It is Twitter official. Auburn has hired Hugh Freeze as the next head football coach of Auburn. Um, I gave it Bernie Dumpster Fire over under 23 months. Uh, take the under, everybody. Um, here's the thing that sucks about this. All right. Without relitigating everything he's been through, here are, here are incontrovertible facts. First off, he um, he... When he was at Mississippi, um, he used his pers- his state issued phone to call uh, massage parlors and mm-hmm. other uh, adult services. Denied it happened at first, and then we called on the carpet. Denied it happened to his bosses, and we called on the carpet. Finally, admitted to it. He got fired for that. Um, in the midst of all the other stuff, and including probably giving a bag and some weed to Larry Mutunzel. Mm-hmm. Um, I say probably because I don't know if he gave him weed, but whatever. Uh, Larry Tussle definitely smoked weed, though. Good um, for him, man. Yeah, good for him. But it was definitely illegal. So, yeah. right. It's definitely illegal to have whatever that contraption was. <laughs> anyway, sorry. That's, it's called yeah. Hot Boxer. Yeah. So, I'm, know, so I'm told. So I'm told. Yeah, um, I've been on the internet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's where I also yes, learned where it. Yes, where I also learned it. Second, um, he also has on multiple occasions gone into... He's gone on to into people's DMs to either debate with or have controversial conversations with people whom he ought not to be doing that with, including the former president of Liberty University student body, who was listed as Jane Doe 7 in a lawsuit. Uh, and, and finally, he holds himself out to be a paragon of Christianity in a way that insults me as a Christian. That's my problem, not his problem. But, but it should be more people's problem. It should be more people's problem. And and the fact of the matter is, it's like, I, I, am, I mean, part of me is rooting for Jimmy Sexton here, that they wrote him a contract that if they fire him for some dumb stuff, they got to pay him every dollar. Labor dollars get fleas and all that. It's just it's just really bad. And I know there are some of you out there who's like, oh, he's a good Christian man. I, I'm sorry, tweeting Bible verses every morning doesn't make you a good Christian man. You got to live that stuff. You just have to live that stuff. And I say that as somebody that, that is a Christian who fails all the time and I'm having a drink right now. But you have to live that. And he preaches us, and that's not that's not even between me and him. That's between him and God. Now, having said all of that, um, I hope, I hope, whatever's going on over there, he does not try to bring in our brows. That's the thing that scares me most about this. I'm sorry, Art Browns has no place in college football. He has no place around college athletes. He just doesn't. And you can maybe make an argument, Freeze. You can't make it. No, for, no, Freeze. Freeze. The stuff Freeze did is icky. And there it's are not great. Listen, for what it's worth, there are people out there, and I understand the idea. That, uh, uh, Freeze is one of them. I have sinned. We are all sinners, just like you're talking about. And I, uh, I've faced my sins. I have moved forward. It is. We will find out if that is the case or not. But Bryles. Bryles cannot be around young. He shouldn't be. <laughs> it's, it's malpractice if he is. Yeah. Right. And uh, if you don't believe me, just Google our Bryles yeah. and, and Baylor. Yeah. Just do it. So my question would be, okay, let's, let's think about Hugh Freeze X's and O's. What kind of threat does he pose if he gets the right people in there? I mean, he's still a really good football coach. Well, so right people in there is a really tough question. A lot of people are like, well, you know. Uh, Ole Miss, he beat Saban, all this stuff. I think the structural issues that Auburn faced, they still 
face. They they're not pulling the same direction. If you ha- if you put me in the corner and ask me, let's use my let's use my therapy words. I think I feel I know. I don't know anything, right? I just don't. Well, other than he's head football coach, I feel um, he is going to put together a scheme that is um, interesting enough that he's going to sneak up on some people. I think that absent some sort of fortuitous thing that may have happened in the early 2010s that got certain quarterbacks at Auburn, Hugh Freeze will not reach the same level that Gus Malzahn or even or even Gene Chesick did. Hmm. Just because, look, every team, every team Hugh Freeze had at Ole Miss that was really, 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 really good – he had some transcendent players, Larry Townsend being one of them. He had some transcendent players that uh, that really made the difference. The Kim Dichies, yeah, example. the kid from Grayson, right? The, both of them actually. Uh, he just had those players there that made the difference. Um, if Auburn's boosters can't pull all in the same direction, if they can't get NIL right, if they start fighting with each other about who should be doing what, which nothing about this job search makes me think that's changed. Um, there is a hard cap there that absolutely is the national championship, but the floor is also like, I mean, the floor. No, the floor is Harson. Well, the floor is below Harson. <laughs> yeah, the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the floor is Chiswick two years after the national yeah. championship. The floor, the, 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 I mean, the floor is Hugh Freeze at the end of Mississippi. Right, 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 right. In NCAA <laughs> trouble, whatever that looks like now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, well, the floor is Baylor. Right, right. <laughs> Is there a faction of Auburn fans that are pissed off because they didn't give Cadillac a look? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so is that going to further absolutely. divide? Uh, probably. It's hard to say. Right? And look, I want to believe that Hugh Freeze is... I want to believe that Hugh Freeze is a different person than he was. Nothing about that makes me see that he is. Right? And I, I want to believe Art Bryles is a different person he is. He's got a long way to go. Before I look, if if I am a if I if I'm I'm, well, I'm the father of two girls in high school, if my daughters want to go to Auburn, our brows is there, and and Anne wants to go to Auburn and participate in athletics in any way, I'm like no chance. And I am not I am not that parent. I am not the parent. Like I have a daughter that wants to do biomedical science. She's like, maybe I will go to Tech. You should go to Tech. It's a great law. It's a great college. It really is. And I say that as the hardest of hardcore Georgia fans. Um. The thing about this that is, from a college football fan, which is icky, is that um, it shows that winning football games, and in this situation, beating a particular football coach, trumps everything else. Um, I am lucky that I am a football program. We talked a lot about the Georgia Way and what happened to Mark Richt and everything else. I'm lucky I'm a football program that, at least on the outside, hires people that have not involved, involved in this stuff and that. What scares me about this is like it's college football. Maybe I won't be next time. Yeah, but I mean, also one of the re- listen. I don't like we joke about Kirby Smart coaching Lily, but like I don't really know Kirby Smart. Right. Well, we've all run into him personally. But I don't know what his heart he is. But like, I all I one thing I do know is I know that he is disciplined enough and runs a program that is disciplined enough to not do the consistently <clears throat> stupid shit, regardless of if he's being a jerk. Like the idea that you would send a direct message to that woman, like, like you know, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. and 
Went and lied to your boss and act like I mean you're you're the highest paid public university you're the highest paid public employee in the state of Mississippi. It's going to come out. Yeah, it, it, it's that to me. Like being an asshole, I think there's a lot of assholes. Like, like I'm not saying that. Like, I'm not. I'm not saying it's possible. Kirby Smart is. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not. I, I'm not even. That's not, not what I'm. I'm saying. not saying he is. I know. I'm, I'm saying possible. I'm just saying that. Like, it's possible any of these guys are or they aren't. But what they. But as someone that roots for their sports teams and and also is a knows that they are a public representative of this program that we are proud of and want to be associated with, I do not believe. Famous last words, by the way. Uh, I do not believe that that's something that that every single time a coach does, and it happens all the time. This is college football. Every time a coach says something, they stick that they're like, "Oh, we're all dunking on this guy today." It's never our guy. Yep. It's never our guy, and that is not nothing. That is a huge freaky deal in a sport where people are desperate to do that. The last time I could think of people really getting after Kirby for anything other than like. Doing a fake punt or like not handling the clock well is maybe when he got upset with the press a couple of times or like just little stuff, you know. And and that is it's smart, but more to the point, it's disciplined. And that to me is the thing that you consistently say. Which about Brian Kelly? He's obviously I think he's a jackass. But the guy runs a good football career for a lot of reasons. And one of the reasons is he is disciplined. <laughs> he is disciplined and has that on for his team. Guys like Freeze, frankly, one of the reasons that Lane has gotten better and I think improved as a coach is he's gotten more disciplined. He's still Lane. And he still likes to, to, to talk. But when was the last time Lane did something where I was like, yeah, screw that guy? It's been a while, right? It's been a while. He's just almost a sympathetic figure now. Exactly, because he's smart. Yeah. <laughs> he's smart, and he's and that's the thing about guys like Freeze. That's the guy thing about guys like Pearl. That's the thing about guys. They always oh, blow up. Oh, they have Freeze Bruce and Pearl, Pearl and Freeze going to be at the same place. They always blow mm. up eventually. Always. Because that's who they are. Well, Petrino I mean, was famously this guy, too. Mm-hmm. I like, mean, all of these guys, like they, they come in swagger and they get headlines. They do all this stuff. But deep down, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. They're just listen. One of the things, short aside, but one of the things that always kind of remar- is remarkable to me as I've become an adult and have gotten older is the realization that like adults, you know, the people I used to look up to as like dads and moms and parents and adults are just as stupid as kids. Like they don't get smarter. Like there's a how many guys do you know? They're like wow. Mm-hmm. That guy's a moron, and it's amazing to me. I'm like, how do you drive the car? Like, how do you make it to work? And but and and I think that we have this illusion uh, sometimes that because people are in this position, because they understand that certain X's or other things that, or they've won some games in the past, that they continue to make smart decisions. And it's very rare to find people to do that. Look at the guy like Saban. One of the reasons Saban's been successful, obviously he's a smart football guy, but he also knows how to run an organization. Whenever Saban talks, it's always for a reason. And it's always with with a purpose, and it's always something he's trying to do. This is one of Dabo's problems, and look what's starting to happen to Dabo, by the way. Dabo, for the record, a much better person than Hugh Freeze. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that like these kind of like... the College football is not a great place right now for... for um, uh, cowboys and freeze is a cowboy and i think we're gonna see that so uh auburn's a great fit for it i have to say if i if i want auburn to be good long term um well this ain't the hire this ain't the hire 
And maybe they, maybe he, maybe they beat Alabama in a game, and maybe they they have a they, they do what Alabama, Auburn does. They have one year where everything lands just right for him, and then they go in the pot for three years after that. That if that's what they want, that may be what they get. But I got to, I'm pretty happy to have our guy. Absolutely. I'm pretty happy to have our guy, to, to a guy that's got a long term plan and isn't going to embarrass me. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and for the record, I do not think that Kirby is. So just to be on that. Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't, and I didn't say that globally. I'm just saying. I know you didn't. I'm just saying. Look, some stuff could come out, right? I, I just, I just look, and that's not you hinting at anything. I'm not hinting anything. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. I'm just that, saying. That, that's the famous thing. last words. Not right, wood. right, right. But, but, but the, you, know, you don't know another person. But certainly, put it this way: who would surprise you more about something untoward and shocking coming out over the next two years? Hugh Freeze or Kirby Smart? It was obviously be would, Hugh Freeze. It wouldn't even be shocking if Hugh, if it came out with Hugh Freeze, exactly. though, right? So like it, it's thing. just a known quantity. Even though I don't actually know either man very well, uh, and certainly not in the biblical sense. Yeah. Um, the uh, but you'd, you might be one. No, well, yes, yeah, we'll whatever. From that. We're gonna move on. Uh, but I feel like I, I don't know. I, hey, I, I, it says sense. something. Listen. Rooting for a college sports for a sports team is weird. It's, At a certain level, you don't. You, I talk about this with my kids all the time. That like William is going through this with Sean Watson coming back to his Browns right now, and kind of the complications of that and all that comes with that. And what I've come to talk to him about is like, listen, you are, you root for the Browns as an entity. They are something that uh, that belongs to you. So the end of what the individual players or coaches doesn't actually matter anything. It doesn't actually affect your thing. But I live in Athens, and I have friends. I have friends at this table that university, and are all associated with this. And I don't want them to be embarrassed. If I were at Auburn, I would be terrified about my university is going to be embarrassed, as it pretty consistently is. And at Georgia, I'm not worried about that. And I think that is a very underestimated uh, factor. And I think one of the things that makes Kirby really good. And to be fair, there are a ton of Auburn fans, both online and in real life. Who are embarrassed about this? Oh, no! Which question. is which no is question. heartening, right? <laughs> it's heartening. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, so, I have a question. Well, I you I wanted ask a question. Well, I, I wanted to ask a question before we moved on to yeah. things. I I felt like we didn't really dive in enough LSU, on yeah. LSU. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just a thing, and so. By the way, everybody that came on Saturday time, I, I just love it's my buddies having bourbon and did talking, yeah, yeah, and, and somebody's having red wine. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. worth though. Now, I I will say this: uh, if you wanted Georgia to have an easy romp on Saturday, I would rather LSU have not just gotten embarrassed. True, agree. I, I, I think that at a certain level, yeah. uh, flip that score, and I'd be much more excited. Yeah, I think that like. There and I know they would have had more to play for if they had beaten, beaten Texas A&M. But the thing about that game is kind of the thing you touched on earlier. They got ran over. They got out. They got knocked around. They, they were outclassed. Yeah, and a team that was able to beat Alabama should not be knocked around by Texas A&M. Especially, but if you have a hobbled if you have a hobbled quarterback, even though it wasn't a high ankle sprain, you know he's in a walking boot. Is that similar or akin to? Maybe how we looked at, or Georgia looked at Anthony Richardson when he kind of got dinged up on that first play of the Florida game. You know, I think of Daniels and Richardson kind of the same guy. I mean, Daniels didn't go nine for 30 like Richardson did against Florida State. But I, I, I watched him play a couple games this year, and he's, if he gets, he's almost like a streaky kind of guy. If he gets hot, he gets hot. But he does, the interesting thing about LSU is he also leads the team in rushing. Um, even though we have, they have uh, John Emery on the team, you know, former Georgia commit, 
I think John Emery. Um, but it's, it's more of it's very similar to Georgia. You know, they have a their top three running backs is the quarterback Jaden Daniels. You got Josh Williams, Noah Kane, and John Emery. It's by committee. Mm-hmm. And then as far as um, receiving, you got Malik Neighbors and Kayshawn Boutte, which is a perfect Cajun <laughs> LSU name. Um, you know, and then the the tight end that is uh, Jason Taylor's uh, kid, yeah. kid, or who made that incredible play in the Alabama beat him by himself. It's a good reminder that like Jason Taylor was one of my favorite. Players. I remember Jason I Taylor playing Jason a lot. Taylor. Now he's got a yeah. I love Jason Taylor. Yeah. He was awesome. And it's funny. It's like again, it's reminding that like I'm going to tell my kids. I think it's his nephew. I thought it was his son. Actually, no, because it's uh, Zach. Um, who's the guy that played with Jason Taylor in the Dolphins all those years? Zach, somebody linebacker. They were buddies. Taylor. No, Zach. So, uh, Zachary Thomas Taylor. No, Zach Thomas. Zach Thomas. Is it Thomas for real? Yeah, Zach Thomas. Oh, that was Tool Time. He was no, no, one no. Of the kids on Tool Time. But it was also Zach Thomas that okay. played for the Dolphins. It's his son, and it's Jason Taylor's sister. Oh, I think you're right about that. And and Zach Thomas got married. Okay. And so it's his nephew. Nephew. Okay. Anyway, Jason Taylor is 48. You shut your mouth when you talk to me. Um, yeah. So I, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. One of the things that I. One of the things that gives me concern is Harold Perkins, which is uh, yeah. LSU's. It, it, I say he's, Arkansas game. He, he showed out. So he had a pedestrian's not right. He had a decent first six games of the season. He's got seven and a half sacks on the but season. He's had seven and a half. He's had six and a half of those since the uh, mm-hmm. Arkansas game, which was game nine. That was his flu game. Right. Remember? Right. Um, I mean, he's got—he's a guy you got to watch out for. You just have to watch out for him. I mean, anytime, wherever he is, and they're going to move him around because he is. I mean, he will be by the time he gets out of here, and he's leaving two two years from now. When he gets out of here, he's going to be uh, up there with Roquan as a guy that can play he plays sideline to sideline. He is not great in pass coverage, but he's good for freshman. Um, he is a fantastic run stopper. Um, that doesn't concern me as much because I think George come over run the. Ball against them, and he was neutralized a little bit against uh, uh, Texas A&M. Um, but I am I am interested to see what happens and how LSU handles uh, running the football because I think they're going to want to run the football. It feels like this is a game where they're going to want to um, they're going to want to shorten the game. I I, I think yeah. I think well, isn't that Georgia's goal too? George is going to score points. I mean, so when I say they want to shorten the game, they want to—they're going to take the Missouri uh, playbook, and they're going to shut down the perimeter passing game. They're going to make—they're going to try to funnel all the runs inside. They're going to make Georgia either beat them over the top or figure out a way to get uh, people open in space. Um, that in a way that it took Georgia two and three quarter quarters to do. Um, and frankly, they have better athletes in Missouri. Does so. it concern you if you think about as a whole, not, I mean, not as a whole, but just kind of almost like fits and starts from Missouri, Mississippi State, Kentucky, <clears throat> Georgia Tech, all in the back end of the season where there's been these moments like Will and I were watching, you know, we sit in the end zone. We saw that tight end for Tech when they were up seven to three. That was the open. Yeah, if he catches that, I'm not. Look, Georgia doesn't lose if he catches that. No, I know. I just don't think they lose, but it changes the tenor of the rest of the game. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that was a great play. It was a great play. But although, and although, the other thing that Tech did was they they spread. You know, offensively, they were they were basically not even trying to approach the middle of the field. 
just they they were trying to and Which they is why did that beat work and they did exactly and so it was it's almost like a reverse of um, you know play action they just kept going wide 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 and then hit the middle and he was wide open but uh, you know I I think that that our corners have really gotten tested um, and they're great unless they unless they or if they're great if they turn around but it seems like a lot of times Ringo's gotten caught up to where he's just playing the receiver and has gotten some PIs called on him. Um, so, I mean, just there's a point of concern, uh, you know, with LSU's opportunistic, you know, sack monster uh, with Perkins. And I do think it's, I do think it's a beneficial that, you know, uh, Daniels is gippy, I guess you could say. I mean, he might be 90% by the time the game starts. But, you know, they're, I'm not as... I'm I'm not as confident as I have been just because of watching against Mississippi State and Kentucky and Georgia Tech. It's just been like they've been playing with their food a little bit more than I've wanted them to, and I'm not. There's no way I'm going to predict a 48 to 10 victory like I have in the past. Yeah, every game. <laughs> um, I don't so, think they're going to play with their food in the SEC championship game, though. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because one of the things I was alluding to earlier is that it feels like. It feels like there have been games where Georgia, whether that's either through game plan or the players, or both, um, has taken the approach of we can do, not the bare minimum, but we can do just enough and win this game. And win this game in a way that keeps us exactly where we want to be. Uh, the only time that's really told on them was the Missouri game. Um, I just, I think I agree with will here that it's just not i don't think we're in a situation where george's gonna do that because there's tape out there i mean look the oregon game happened the tennessee game happened um and you can talk yourself into being like that's missouri like we didn't care about that game no we didn't care about that game that might might be why they did that yeah cool but they're they're not they're gonna care about this or for that matter for that matter kentucky game yeah right it's like well it's only 16-6 win but the reality is it's like we looked. If you were to go back, prediction, no matter what happens this week in the semifinal, if we get to play in the national championship, if you were to go back in January 16th and look at the Kentucky game and do a cut up the Kentucky game of SEC championship, the semifinal, if we can make the national championship, national championship, the play calling would look totally different. I just think it would. Um, but that doesn't mean it doesn't cause you concern that Georgia doesn't execute. Um, because that's, I mean, the key is execution. I just think George is going to do. Um, <clears throat> and, the, and the last thing about that, or at least in my mind, the last thing about this is like, when you look at the breakdown of the game, it's like LSU's defense is the middle of the road in SEC. And that was that was before Texas A&M ran over them. Just like, I mean, it was, it was almost, gosh, it was almost like, I mean, it was, it, it, it was like, Roadrunner, Roadrunner, Coyote. It was so weird that game. Like I'd I'd come home after the the meetup and like fallen asleep in the first half, and I woke up at the end of the first half and was like, it's a little bit of a ball game here. Mm-hmm. And the second half was like, well, this is a revelation. It's <laughs> so like weird. Michigan beat Ohio State. Like Mich- like Michigan <laughs> beating Ohio State uh, because it's just like I expected a closer game. I actually, frankly, I expected LSU to win. I picked them to win, but it, it, when it was halftime, I was like, okay, LSU's about to do LSU stuff. And whatever, but in in 
That doesn't mean that the totally different LSU team won't show up because they're a much better team than the team that lost to FSU at the beginning of the season, right? They have shown that. They beat Alabama, yeah. and they they have played some really, really good football. I mean, frankly, the the last time they looked that way was against Tennessee. Maybe they just can't handle physical football teams mm-hmm. because if you read about Alabama, it's like, well, Alabama's not physical as it used to be. Yeah. Um, I guess it's a good time also to say, before we started podcasting, we talked about Oconee County. Still in the state. Before uh, we do it real fast, I have to do a correction. Yeah. Mason Taylor is Jason Taylor's son. Okay. Okay. Zach Thomas is his uncle. Okay. Okay. Uh, right. Jason Taylor and Mason Taylor's wife uh, divorced. That makes sense because his name would be Thomas, not Thomas Taylor. Taylor. I mean, I Jonathan think Taylor that. Thomas. Yeah. He was the second son. Yeah. And <laughs> Yeah, so he was actually pretty awesome in that Alabama game. He was actually like he's a true oh, freshman. Yeah, he, he caught the a, two point conversion. Yeah, he's a full true freshman too, and that's a tough ball. To a catch. true freshman tight end that's doing awesome things. That's amazing. Yeah, it really is. It's like it's almost as if he's a son of the Hall of Fame. So that's opposed to Zach Thomas, who's where I was okay, going now, with, sorry, with sorry. I just County. wanted. To, to I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, people are not yelling anymore. It's fine. It's fine. Um, where I was going with this, Oconee County is still in the state football playoffs. They have played the semifinals this week against Cedar Grove. Uh, Cedar Grove. Um, by the way, Arkansas, um, God, Jane Hazelwood's still playing. He played with them at Arkansas now. He went to Oklahoma. But um, the reason I bring that up is uh, Oconee County's Zach Weeks. Uh, I'm sorry. Not Zach West Weeks. Weeks. Zach That's Weeks his brother. Is going there. Uh, I saw them. I saw the uh, defense Zach, coordinator. No, wait. It's Wit. It's Wit. Zach's no, the youngest no, brother. No, no, no. It's West. It's a West is it? Okay. Number 33. Okay. West Weeks. West Weeks, LSU. Transferred from Virginia, went to LSU. Whit Weeks. Correct. Is a senior in, now he's number four for Oconee. He is leading them in touchdowns, tackles, interceptions, <laughs> touchdown passes, <laughs> extra points. No, whatever. Uh, he's going to LSU next year. He's David Weeks, who played at Georgia's son. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, 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 whatever you do this weekend, look out for, for number 33 from LSU. He played at Oconee. Um, and Oconee Mason Taylor. Mason son of Taylor, Zach son of Zach Weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so, Zach Weeks is the ninth grader. I know that. What, 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 what is that, Friday night? Friday night? When Friday night, I guess. Yeah, I know they, and they just keep winning. There's another team in Oconee that's also playing in the final four. Oh, North. Four, yeah, North. So I, was, yeah. I didn't want you to mention them. Oh. I'm sure there's some Sorry. North people. No, they, aren't we supposed to be that way? We're that team from up the nah, road. I don't care. You don't care? Okay. They, no, but they beat Wayne County this week, so I'm fine with that. So I'm from South East Georgia. It's, we, it's all Greek. Don't, I've never heard of Wayne County. Jackets. It's Jessup. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I've heard whatever. of Jessup. I didn't know the county it was in. Is Jessup yeah. the county seat of Wayne County? It is the county seat of Wayne County. Okay. So, so many counties. So you know, you know, 159. Hey, if you want to have a little fun, go look at the Georgia single-A football uh, listings and just read off all these counties you've never heard of. Yeah, there's a lot of well, I've heard of all of them. But <laughs> by the way, that was a great I, joke of, the, of all the of the election. Is that like all the like all my friends in New York were like, "Holy crap! How many freaking counties do you have?" <laughs> well, and it's the most counties in any state east of the Mississippi. Yeah, it's absurd. And really. second behind Texas, I still have always felt like like Clark should have more love during that. Clark um, County is the smallest county in the state of Georgia by land. The biggest, like, the biggest county is Ware County, and it's bigger than the state of Rhode Island. That should tell you something. I feel like I'm kind of bigger than the state of Rhode Island. Also, yeah. Scott, let me ask you about your shirt. Oh, yeah, I'm wearing Where did you get that shirt, Scott? Well, if you see the logo right there, it's got the logo of the 7-6. It's like the um, logo your, your son's always got on his hat. 
He's and he wears one. I know. Yeah. So uh, these. Well, Will and I aren't wearing shirts. So tell us where we can get a shirt. <laughs> I'm wearing was... a liberal shirt. <laughs> you are wearing a liberal shirt. <laughs> I'm keeping it inside the inside the aura of invisibility. But tell me about your seven six apparel shirt. Well, it's the it's the GATA shirt. It's uh it's one that I actually wear it probably once a week. I find it in my rotation once it's clean or not clean. It's one of the many opportunities that you can uh, clothe yourself with. And one of the cool things about this time of the year, the special season of Christmas and the holidays and everything, is that uh, you look for places that might have um, unique things to buy. And the 76.com has kind of, you know how you'll have like an ugly, ugly Christmas sweater event to go to? Well, they have, I wouldn't call this ugly. It actually looks really good, but it's kind of in that vein um, the Georgia Helmet Christmas sweatshirt. And so you can order one of those. They do have a new collection because when you go to their website, it's all done in collections. It's, it's very easy to, to figure out. It's categorized. There's a youth collection. This is the first time I've seen that. And so for all of you people that struggle with getting your your babies and your toddlers clothed with 7.6, you can do that now because they have an infant size you know you can get brave stuff you can get the state of georgia with their patented i don't know if it's patented but it, it is to me three stripes going vertical on it and um i mean everything from master shirts that they even update the the shirts to where it, it says our loud is louder which is the shirt they made after the tennessee game you can get your little toddler in that shirt so yeah i mean it's it hadn't changed it's been the same all year the great thing about it is that the surface doesn't change the website doesn't change. The deal of using WSLS at checkout doesn't change. But the designs are always kind of updating. You go by every week and you see what's new, what's been added. And like this week, you have the, the, the GATA Christmas sweatshirt. So one of the things that came up at the meetup is uh, my wife wore one of the shirts that uh, Chase made for us, mm-hmm. a short run. Wait since I said it. And I had multiple people said. I'd buy that shirt. So, Chase, if <laughs> you're listening, if you're listening, it's a, it's an opportunity. Make that cash. Stack those bills. Exactly. Get that bag. Get the that's, bag. That's get the, the bag. Yeah. Get that bag. I'm that's really bad at the money lingo. Yeah. The, the, I'm never good the, at the money the vernacular. Lingo. Yeah. Gets me. So. So. Sus. Wait a minute. If I. Mean. Sus. Yeah. If I order something and I don't want to have to pay shipping. Yeah. Is there I a way to do that? that? I just mentioned it. It's WSLS at checkout for awesome. free shipping. Awesome. Yep. So. All right. There, by the way, nice shirting, folks. Nice shirting. By the way, there is fun office pools. I don't know if you looked. Oh, I somebody, did not know am, Somebody among us is first place. But there is also still swag on the line. We will do championship week. I will have a bowl pick them after this week, but yeah. we are doing all of the conference championship games, okay. all 10 of them. So I'm, not is, Akron, I'm, not, I'm not doing Akron. I'm not doing Akron Buffalo. It's not done. Yeah, it's not done. I have to say, I did not realize we were doing this because I got super risky last week, and I'm sure it cost me in the standings. But but this is it. This is the last week, correct? This week's the last week. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Before we get into the front office pools, um, I've been updating everybody um, on these long term records all season by Georgia. Season. Did we pass somebody? Well, we are about to. Okay. And this is this is what's exciting. (gasps) All time wins. All time wins. Michigan is number one, of, of course, course nine hundred eighty eight, which means they could hit a thousand next season if the cards fall correctly for them. But ninth all time is USC, eight hundred sixty seven. Okay. 
10th all time is Tennessee, which still surprises me. But anyway. The 50s were good to them. 866. Okay. 866. 11th all time is Georgia, 865. <gasps> so with a win this weekend, Tennessee ain't playing. Oh, my God. Georgia could tie them for all-time wins. Also, in the Peach Bowl, we could be playing them for a spot on the all-time oh, list. Wow, that's fun. Guys, guys, y'all should do it for God in America. <laughs> well, here's the thing. USC plays this week, so they're going to they're gonna go up one if they win. So Georgia would still be one behind Ooh. them. I know, I know, I know. Okay. I, shouldn't have, I shouldn't have burst your bubble. Um, math is hard. It's close okay. enough, math close enough. Hard. So here's another thing. Um, weeks at number one in the AP poll. There's two teams that are tied for 12th all-time and weeks at number one, and that's Georgia at 34 weeks and also Michigan <laughs> at 34 weeks at number Wait one. Minute. Michigan has more wins than us, like 1,000 more wins than us, 100 more wins than us, but... Tied wow. at number Journalism one. Journalism was only invented 20 years ago, so the Associated Press is relative. It's been since 36. <laughs> and you know, who, you know who 11th is on the weeks at number one at AP poll? Wisconsin. With 38. Oh, I'm sorry, Minnesota. 38 weeks is LSU. Wow. So, yeah, we'll something, catch us something to think about. Conference championships all time. Georgia is uh, in at 42 uh, all time with 14, 14. conference okay. championships. Um, with a win, it will then be tied for 36 with a couple other schools with 15 championships. There's one, two, three, four, five. Here's a question for you. Can you, is there any way you could name? I'll, I'll give you some 15 conference champions. 15 okay. conference championships. Um, well, it's not South Carolina. It is not. I'm going to go ahead and give you one of them Colorado State, because that would not have been, I guess, in whatever conferences they've been playing in. They've won a bunch of championships, not lately. Um, so you've got, you've got two ACC schools, a Pac 12, and a Big 10 tied at 15. Two ACCs. Tech. Tech is one of them. So we could be tied with Tech with a win over LSU in total championships. What about um, North Carolina? Not North Carolina, but a team that took down Florida last week. Florida State. Florida State. And then we've got a Pac-12 That's team. A good hit. It wasn't terrible. <laughs> we've got a Pac-12, Pac-12 team. team. USC or UCLA? Uh, close enough. Stanford. <laughs> Wait, Stanford has 15? 15. Pac oh, twelve or Pac ten championships, and then there's one Big Ten team. I, w- I don't want to give it away. Who Georgia would be tied with at fifteen? But the way I'm talking probably does. Yeah, obviously you're talking about Northwest. No, it's Illinois. It's Illinois. Illinois has fifteen conference championships, and the last one was 1938. That's not true. That's not true. No, 80. Last time they won the conference championship was 83. 83, okay. Okay, so it's been a while. That was the, it's been a while. That was the year they lost to Rick Neuheisel. That's how I, long ago it was. was it they lost to Rick Neuheisel, not the coach, the quarterback in 1983. I had hair. Yeah. So the final one, uh, weeks in the AP poll. Like, these are big numbers here. So number 10 all time is LSU. 646 weeks spent okay. in the AP poll. Number 11 is Florida, 644 weeks in the AP poll. Number 12 is Georgia, 642 weeks spent in the AP poll. There's somebody that's not in the AP poll this week that we could gain some traction on. That would be the Florida Gators. Yeah, I like it. So that could get passed very soon. Yeah. Just uh, keep your eye on those things. Those are interesting. 
all time numbers, then Georgia is gaining ground on a lot of. There's only one programs. week left in the AP poll. There's only one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they'll do one at the end. But they only count that as a week, not uh, 41 weeks. <laughs> which is bullshit. <laughs> All right, fun office pools. The, the time down. leader in the clubhouse is. Tell it. Tell it. Tell it. I'll let you tell it. Tony Waller. Tony Waller. 608 points. So the reason I'm leading is my wife talked crap after we left the game. She's like, I'm ahead of you. And it's like, look at the season. I don't care about the season. Oh, the week? Yeah, I should. Yeah, number two, crazy legs, 604. You're putting some distance between. I mean, the fact that you're four points up. This will be two years in a row, guys. And then you've got some say Bennett is still drunk, tied with crazy legs. Bass and Dog at fourth with 601. Dogs, luck, sniffing glue changed. By the way, I love the name change. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, fifth place with 600 points. Julie Moondog, uh, seventh place. 598 points. Paris Walton is 8th place. Uncle Bear is in ninth place. And UGA Swag is in 10th place. Our friend Will Leach is in 13th with 586. I mean, not... I mean, a good week from you. Yeah. But you're going to you're gonna have to pick boldly. Oh, yeah. Uh, on this. Yeah. I, I like a lot of Purdue and LSU picks. I mean, yeah. 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 Uh, oh, you're going to do a lot of things this <laughs> week. Uh, you got Robert Wolf, 26th place. My son Walker is in 32nd. Lawyer Mama, 38th place, and I dropped 10 points, and I'm in 45th place. So it's the way it goes, man. It is. It's the way it goes. So, fun office pools, I've got the Friday games listed first. By the way, there is a Friday game. There's two if Friday you're games. Doing, there's two Friday games. You're doing no. fun office pools, get them in. in Friday, the it's one of them is a Mac game. Uh, I did not, put the, the, did not put the rescheduled Mac Akron Buffalo game in on. Um, it's just because it felt weird. It doesn't matter. That. It's championship week. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not a championship game. Akron is still It is not. It is not. That game was snowed out last two yeah, weeks right, ago. Right, right. Also, I will not have uh I will not have Army Navy in. I'm sorry. It just yeah. it felt weird to put you one. You hate game the troops, I get it. Yeah, I hate the troops. So starting out on uh, Friday is uh North Texas at University of Texas San Antonio. That's uh the Roadrunners. Meep, meep. What meep. championship game is this? Do you know? So yeah. USA. Okay, I just I I didn't know. Looking Sorry, at I, I th- yeah. You say you dumb son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> I had that tone, didn't he? I know. <laughs> Jane, you ignorant. I'm sorry. Uh, this is a rematch of a game that took place six weeks ago. Uh, Texas San Antonio won in the final 15 seconds versus North Texas. The teams are five and five all time. Um, question for you: North Texas is in what city in Texas? Denson. Huh? Denson. Close. Arlington. No. You said what? Denison? Yeah. It's Denton. A Denton? Yeah. It's not Denison? You added an S-I-O-N. Isn't Denton like basically Friday Night Lights? Is that supposed to be Friday Night Lights? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Somebody knows that's listening. Uh, that was like West Texas, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't right know. Now. Like, uh, yeah, that's Odessa Permian. Odessa. Odessa, that's right. Yeah. Um, so uh, North Texas is in Denton. What, and I asked you, where is Denton? I'm, I, here I go. San Antonio. Uh, I go uh, Anchorman again, reading exactly what is written. <laughs> um, it's northwest of Dallas and 300 miles from San Antonio, which is where they are playing this game yeah. in the Alamo Dome. But is this, is this a conference game where they always... Yeah, it's, it's always home team. Yeah, the best team. Yeah. So it just happened to be. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. look, we're in a dome. Yeah, UTSA <laughs> could have been playing in. 
Another Conference USA place. It's I don't know. American. I couldn't name them. I, mean, I got the Roadrunners. Yeah, Mimi. They could have been playing UAB. UAB. Yeah, UAB. Yeah. Uh, I will also take Mimi. Uh, congratulations to UTSA for uh, withstanding the loss of offensive coordinator Barry Lunny, who left UTSA. Yeah, they're the 10 and 2. Coordinator they? at Illinois. And Let's may see. end up with a head coaching job. That'll be Walters. Walters. No, Walters. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You got who? He could eventually. Yeah. UTSA. Okay. That's a Mimi. The other Friday game um, is uh, two little-known teams, uh, Utah at Southern Cal. Southern Cal has lost one game this year. It was to Utah. They lost by one point back on October 15th. In Provo. In uh, Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City, yeah. yeah. Um, Utah has won. Yeah, Rossicles Rossicles State now have been to. They've won two in a row in this uh, matchup. Um, But USC is 13-8 all-time. So, uh, two questions, I guess. Will USC make the playoff with a loss? No. And will Caleb Williams win the Heisman if he wins this game? I think he wins the Heisman anyway. Okay. Um, but the real question, no, I don't see any way they make it. The real question is who makes it if they don't? I think it's, I think it's Ohio State. I think it's Ohio State. Well, I guess we'll find out. Uh, people here listening will know better than us mm-hmm. because <laughs> if they're filled with Alabama, Alabama the rankings, Ohio State's yeah. better. Yeah. But I don't know. They, they got. Well, mowed over in their out. own stadium. I, I mean, wouldn't be surprised if Alabama's five. Oh my goodness! No chance. I mean, I'm no just chance. saying. Okay, no chance. Well, people I would know. Say no chance. But yeah, because the it's a fraud. Of the it sports is. media loves Ohio State. I mean, the sports media isn't in charge of the panel. I mean, I know, but they have influence. I wish we were. Yeah, um, <laughs> I love that you went with we there. <laughs> uh, I will say that, like, that, that, uh, before we even pick this game, like, I really want to, like, dig into this a little bit. Like, if Ohio, like, it's because it's who Georgia will play, after mm-hmm. all. Um, if Georgia wins. If Georgia wins, and maybe even if they lose, we'll see. Um, because Michigan could lose. Though I think, I, I will say, we'll get into the picks a bit. I think it is more likely that Georgia loses to LSU than Michigan loses to Purdue. Agreed. That way. I don't think Georgia's losing to LSU. Purdue's, Purdue's a lot worse than LSU. Yeah. And, um, but anyway, the uh, point is, is if USC loses this game, which again, they're favored by three. Like it's not, it's yeah, hardly some sort of like big three blowout. And, and they've already lost this team once. If they lose, and again, if you those listening to this maybe have already seen the selection show, I mean, I'll put it this way. We'll see what happens, but... If you're asking me who I'd of the three teams, USC, Ohio State, and Alabama, which team I would want to play the most, the answer is probably USC. Absolutely. I agree. And um, so that's an interesting aspect of this game. I think this team's Alabama. I don't want to play Alabama. <laughs> I know, I know, but I don't want to. Tony ain't afraid of Alabama. I don't want to, man. I want, I, want, I want to be well, done with that I'm shit. I'm with you. I'm with you. I want to be done with that stuff. Like, yeah. I don't want it anymore. Okay. Like, like I'll play Alabama in the SEC championship game when we are both undefeated and we're both going to the playoffs. That's when I want to play Alabama. And then in the national championship game. I want to play them on a two-loss team where it will feel triply tragic if we lose to that game. Like, I want them off the table. I'd rather lose to USC or to Ohio State than to lose to Alabama in the, in the playoffs. Here's the thing. Alabama's team should be scared now. I agree, but I, can we just avoid it entirely and get this, <laughs> not even have to worry about it? 
Um, I think that's true. I, I have to say, if you are a Jordan, like in famous last words, you know, USC, there are reasons to be more concerned about USC than, say, TCU. Yeah. You could also, uh, um, but I would say, I'd rather play USC than I don't want those teams. I'm sorry, it's true. I would actually rather play USC than I want those teams. So I think USC is going to win. I but agree. We need to be prepared accordingly for the idea of USC losing this game and playing Ohio State or Alabama. I got the Trojans as well. Trojans. All right. Uh, on. We are done with the Friday games. Are we? Saturday. Yeah, those are only two. Somewhere. I mean, you put it together. You yeah. should know. Um, oh, we're not doing Akron Buffalo? No, we're not. You didn't put it on here. <laughs> you literally just told us we're not doing that game. No. Why would you? It was snowed <laughs> up. Let's do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got uh, Toledo. Those Toledo Rockets. Uh, they don't visit Ohio. They actually are playing this in Detroit. The they Ohio are. Bobcats mm-hmm. at Ford Field in, De- in Detroit. They did not play this year, these two teams from Ohio. But if you look up all-time meetings, Toledo owns this. They basically have the same record versus Ohio as Georgia does versus hapless teams like Vanderbilt, Tech, Mississippi State, and Auburn. Don't do Kentucky. It's, uh, they've won 15 out of 18. Yeah, I'm still taking Toledo. Uh, I'm taking Ohio, baby. I've I clicked Ohio. I don't know anything about these teams. Would never watch one of their games. Um, but since I'm being forced to pick, I'm going to pick the Bobcats. Then we've got two other uninteresting teams playing in the Sun Belt <laughs> Championship. Coastal Carolina at Troy. And they're actually playing this at Troy's stadium. It's um, because it's in southwest Alabama, southeast Alabama. Sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's sponsored by Hercules Tires. Mm-hmm. You can see Troy's stadium from the freeway when you drive by. I always enjoy that. You can you drive by really on the way to the beach. Yeah. Oh well. Coastal Carolina is three and two in this all-time series. Uh, Coastal Carolina got smoked last week by James Madison, forty-seven to seven. James and Troy has won nine in a row. Remember, their last loss was a hail mary to App State. Yeah. I will pick Troy because I think Jamie Chadwell will take a job before this game. Mm-hmm. I will also take twelve. When's Georgia State going to get back in this game? Get back in this game, Georgia State. I don't think they've ever been in this game. I don't think they have yet. Yeah, I got we, Troy as well. We said back. It's way not. Sorry, you're right. That's okay, right. now going out west. All the way up to Idaho. We've got Fresno State visiting Boise. This is the Mountain West Championship. They've got 40% chance of snow. I hope these Bulldogs don't wear those terrible uniforms against Boise State. Really? Ooh, right? Shout out for shout Agreed. Out to Scott Duvall. Agreed. Please don't pander. <laughs> I'm sorry. Scott, the, Scott. Those, those uniforms are terrible. Yeah. Scott has, all, has had a lot of patience with us on this podcast. Yeah. I think he's yeah. Y'all have basically guys. snuffed me out of uniform talk. It doesn't even happen anymore. See, I have to say, I, it's funny because I've actually kind of like warmed up to it as I've gotten a little older. <laughs> I've become more sartorially invested. I know, I know. There's been some really bad. By the You're way, by the, the way, the worst uniform, the worst helmet I saw last week, North Carolina. What are you doing? Did you see that? No. It was like a shiny orb of yeah. Carolina blue. The shiny orbs are never good. Uh, who, who, who ever thought that shiny helmets is a good idea? Mac Brown. It looks terrible. Yeah. Well, he had a plan to catch. Okay. So this is a rematch, Fresno State at Boise, of the 2018 Mountain West Conference 
championship game that Fresno won 19 you meant this year <laughs> to 16. No, this is the 2018 Mountain West. They haven't they haven't played that much. Fresno won in overtime. So, my two my question for y'all, who were the two coaches in the 2018 Mountain West Championship game of Fresno State versus Boise State? Okay. Uh, Chris Peterson? No. Brian Harson. Brian Harson was the Boise Harson. coach. And Pat, the guy with the mustache. No, was it's not. I know you're talking about. It's not him. Harson. Oh, Ken DeBoer. No. Who? Jeff Tedford. Oh, wow. Jeff Tedford was the coach for Fresno back in. Oh, yeah. It was Pat, whatever. It was like 20 years ago. Yeah. Sorry. He, he totally had. He coached probably like David Carr or something. He also had an awesome mustache. He did. He did. Jeff Tedford resigned after that year for health reasons. Right. Yeah, yeah, that guy, the the coach for Fresno State that year looked like uh, Lou Brown, who was uh, yeah the you're the, talking about the handlebar mustache guy handlebar mustache he yeah. was the he 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 was the manager of the Cleveland Browns and uh, Major League yeah oh yeah yes entire world right. yeah um, so but the interesting <laughs> like thing that. is Jeff Tedford was rehired. In December of last year, so he's now the coach again. Is he really at Fresno yeah. State? At Fresno? I guess yeah. he's healthier. I guess he's, he's healthier. He's yes, better. He's, he's better. better. He's better. So, so uh, what modern medicine can do. Uh, so I got Boise in this. They're nine and three, and they're favored by three and a half. They're playing on the Smurf turf. Love the Smurf turf, man. Love the Smurf turf. This is a I, good for this game being on like Fox regular television. By yeah, way. not CBS Sports yeah. Network. Yeah. To be fair, Boise people wrote Boise off earlier. Uh, I'm taking Boise. I'm taking Boise as well. Then we have the... Okay, this is the American Conference. The University of Central Florida. Love those Knights and Gus Malzahn. They backed into this, by the way. Um, Visits Tulane. That's interesting because Tulane's basically just never done anything in football since they left the SEC. They won the SEC. I said since they left the SEC. Yeah. Central Florida is ten and two all time versus Tulane. There, so my question is: This is the American Conference of Football Championship game. Here's a question: There are ten football playing schools in the American Conference and one non-football playing school. Can you name all eleven? <laughs> Tulane, <laughs> Central Florida. Tulane, Central Florida. That is correct. AAC, AAC. Okay. Tulane, Central Florida, USF. That's what I was going to say. South Florida, who almost won last week and right. was, yeah, it was close. Uh, there's another Florida team in there somewhere, right? I think there's two more. Two more Florida teams? No, no, he's no. looking at he's, okay. no, okay. that, that, that face says no. No. Um, okay, let's see. American Conference. Um, oh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Okay. That's four. Louisiana. Of what? No, there's no Louisiana team. Really? They're in the Sun Belt. Yeah. Neither Monroe nor Lafayette. Sorry, man. Okay. Four. This is one of those games where I need William. William oh, would like to host these. Houston. Houston's correct. Freaking Houston. Okay. Um, Memphis. Memphis is correct. El Paso. Nope. No, dude. Really? They're not in it. Okay. There is a Texas team, though. Yes. There is. Um, is it Texas State? No. Is it Texas? No, no, North Texas is the North Texas, we just picked yeah, that game. Right. Um, Texas State. Rice. Neither of y'all are correct. Yeah. It's SMU. SMU? SMU. What the hell covers is Rice in? 
I don't know. Uh, Big 12? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think they are the wild. Uh, okay, so you got a team in North Carolina, a team in Oklahoma, and a team in Pennsylvania. Tulsa. Tulsa? Charlotte. No. God, what the freak? Uh, okay, North Carolina. Um, oh, ECU. ECU? ECU. Okay. In Pennsylvania? In Pennsylvania. Oh, uh, Rutgers. No. I mean, t- <laughs> that's the state Rutgers. college of New Jersey. <laughs> Literally the state college. I just, I was, in my mind, Rutgers is in the Big also, East. Also, in the Big Ten. Maryland. <laughs> in my mind, Rutgers is in the Big East and Maryland is in the ACC. I understand. Rutgers, Temple. So you get, get Temple. Okay, and now what's the non football playing school? Uh, ACC, non football playing the, school. The AAC. Uh, Butler. It's not. I know it's they're not. In, they're located in Kansas. Kansas. It's a wide range uh, of... Creighton. No, no that's the Big East. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, they got a great baseball program and used to have a good basketball school. What is the... Wichita State? That's right. Oh, okay. The Shockers. Yeah, the a great mascot, too. <laughs> All right, wow. That sorry. Was, I'll have to edit that down. That was, By the way, one of my, favorites, my favorite tweets ever is, was two, old, two older ladies... At the NCAA tournament, literally doing the shocker. Yeah, yeah. And and one of them was looking at the other and was like, gosh, y'all don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. So. It is worth noting that uh, of things that I've got that if you had told 23-year-old crazy sports <laughs> fan me that I would be this bad at conferences, <clears throat> that was my thing. Yeah. I oh, yeah. so good. Dude, I was the same way. I knew the conferences and the, and the, and the nicknames. Yes, so I can absolutely nail them. Have we picked Tulane yet? <laughs> yeah. I know one. I, uh, the way you are about uniforms, I am about logos. I mm. love Tulane's logo. Yeah. They have an old school logo. It's literally a green wave holding like a like a like a like a bullhorn. So do you like the Browns logo on their field? Oh, the elf. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, I love stuff like that. If there's love ever a time where Georgia plays LSU. And two lanes playing a Friday night game. I'm totally going to Yulman. I would love to. So literally one of the main characters in the next book goes to Tulane. And I've actually been able to do some research for that. But I would, if my kids ended up going to school in New Orleans at Tulane, I'm for that. I spent the night in a car, in my car, on Tulane's campus for Mardi Gras. Oh. Back in 94. I believe I told that. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, it was fine. I'm still also here. Tulane. I'm picking yeah. Tulane. Go Green Wave. Same, All right. same mascots matching high school. Moving on. Um, Tony, what will the attendance be at the ACC championship game? Uh, Do you think they will set records? Is that game in Charlotte? It's in Charlotte. It's Clemson at North Carolina. Well, not at North Well, it's in North Carolina, but yeah. Clemson, they will UNC. They not set records because the Clemson. Two was, disappointed fan bases. There was a Clemson game a few years ago where both teams were excited to be there. No, it will not be as bad as it was in Jacksonville. It was like six thousand people, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, give me Clemson. Well, um, I want a final humiliation for Clemson. I want North Carolina winning this game as it was. Won. Wait, y'all didn't pick UCF Tulane. I, I said Tulane. Oh, it's because I didn't pick. I picked UCF. Okay, um, but well, Tulane. So you've got UNC or Clemson? Clemson. I'm taking UNC. I picked UNC as well. Clemson looks like... I, I'd like to know, remember I went to the first game of this year when they played Tech at, at uh, Mercedes-Benz? I went with my dad to that game. And what did I say? Every single one of those Clemson fans were like, DJ, you sucks. We can't even stand He's not this guy. good. Like, they, they, they were... They, like, whatever, we talked about like issues with Dabo. They, they, they've put 
all of this on DJU. They think he... Now, I think part of that is because he was one of the first NIL mm-hmm. high-profile guys. And so I think that like they see him as overhyped. And also Dabo's so anti against all that stuff. I think DJU is seen as like a flop, which I think is unfair. But I also like they hate him. Like they and for the record, he's not he's not what we thought he was going to be. Yeah. Remember when he showed up in that Dr. Pepper commercial? It's oh, like, yeah. It's gonna be like the big thing. Yeah. Well, and the the thing that got the, the thing that got legs was last year preseason, it was Dabo and DJ flying in a plane looking at the Charlotte Stadium saying that's where you're going to play. And that was right before they played Georgia. Yeah. And it How'd just that turn out? Wasn't a good look. No. I don't remember. He threw a touchdown to Chris Smith. He. T- yeah. That's your best line. It's in also five worth years. Worth, so that, he's had some great ones, but that's a good one too. Um, it's also worth doing that. Like, Bring it in. We're having a hug. Yeah. Uh, like, it's funny. Like, remember that everyone was mocking Spencer Rattler and like Spencer's? He's looking he's really having a little moment. I'm glad he's, he's graduating. Is he graduating? No, he has another. He has another year of eligibility. I think he'll probably. Take, I feel like he should take it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do too. I feel like he should yeah. take it. Yeah. yeah. All right. By the way, on. is there is there a world Not where the South Carolina's wins the best win Georgia had? Uh, it's getting there. There have been a lot of Top three. Uh, bowl projections that have had Illinois playing South Carolina in the ReliaQuest Bowl on January. ReliaQuest. It used to be the Outback Bowl. That was the ReliaQuest. In Florida, going, going to the. Uh, not January 2nd. Florida going to the Las Vegas Bowl. That bounced me out. Man. It'll fit right in on the strip. I would. I'd go that bowl in a heartbeat. I, I would too. All right. Maybe if Georgia has a bad season, that'll be our consolation. Okay. Like four or five years down you the road. You have to play Illinois. Hopefully never. Thank you for making me feel better. Okay. Uh, or maybe they'll have the national championship in Vegas. They've Which got I'm to sure that stadium. Yeah, the final four. Like two years. Two they're years. having the final four there. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I think we have a better shot at the national championship game than the final four. Of going no, out they've already announced that they're doing the final four. Though. No, oh, I'm yeah, saying yeah, for yeah, our yeah. team. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, maybe I, not your team. That's a fair statement. I think, I think the national championship game in, it'll happen is in, in Vegas. Las Vegas in 24. Oh, I don't think it'll be that soon, but it'll, it'll happen. Dude. It's They'll sh- wait for the final four to happen first. They won't, they won't put it in before the final no, four. No. It literally is in Las Vegas next year. It is? In 24. So, yeah, we're, we're at the end of 22. Announced. Hold on, hold on. So for the three Pete, Georgia can Y'all talk. Okay, all right. Moving on to the Big Large Ten. Words. Uh, Purdue and Michigan. Michigan is forty-five and fourteen all time versus Purdue. The last time Purdue beat the Wolverines was two thousand nine. This is Purdue's first ever trip to the Big Ten championship game. <laughs> Drinks. There oh, are go, 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 go. there are five. Current Big Ten schools that have never played in it. Can you name those five schools? I can certainly name Illinois. Illinois uh, is correct. Indiana. That's correct. I think I can name all five. Wait, uh, what's the question? What well, Big Ten schools have not been to the There's NBA five, and he's named. To the Big Ten championship game. Oh, yeah. He named Indiana. Illinois, Illinois. Indiana. Rutgers. Correct. Minnesota. Correct. Uh, see if I can do it. So you go five for five. Let go for it. Um, okay, make sure I've got it. Uh, we're not counting Purdue, right? Huh? Did we're not you? counting Purdue. No, it's their first. Tri- no, said, there's five others. So, did you so, say Rutgers? So I, so I got four. I said you Rutgers. Say Rutgers? I got one more. Yep. I said Illinois, Indiana, Rutgers, and um, you said Minnesota. Minnesota. There's one more. I'm gonna get this. Ooh, I'm gonna get this. It's gonna. Uh, okay, so so not Ohio State, not Michigan State, no. not Penn State. No. Uh, I've already said Indiana. Uh, produce there now. 
Northwestern's been there. Iowa's been there. Michigan's been there. Hang on, let me, let me get my diet. Let me, let me get some Wisconsin. Spin is it leaders or legends? No, is it Paterno or Schimbeckler? Um God bless it. I'm just oh. gonna bring up picked in schools to make sure I'm not. No, 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 no. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I'm getting this. Dagnabbit, I'm getting this. He's uh, hold on, wait, wait. I'm, just, I'm not looking it up. I'm gonna do something. For I'm you. not looking. Oh, it's Maryland. I'm gonna Maryland. Yeah, it is Maryland, and still it, they should be in the ACC. It just <clears throat> doesn't feel right. right. Doesn't feel right. I have to. I've, I remember Nebraska being the Big Ten. If you're asking me the school that I forget is in the Big Ten the most, it's without question. Absolutely, yeah. without question. Right? That's how I feel about like Missouri. Yeah, I remember the Rutgers the Big Ten. If just to make fun of it, but I always forget the Mariners in the Big Ten. All right, we got two. You. We got two championship games left. We oh, um, who do you got? Michigan. Should we pick Michigan? this? Michigan. Yeah. Oh, Michigan. Okay. By the way, uh-huh. uh, the national championship game was scheduled to be in Los An- uh, Las Vegas in 25. But they had to move it because it's Consumer Electronic Show. Oh, that's a big one. CES is big. It brings in more money, I'm sure. I actually know CES, and yeah. I know nothing about the business yeah. world. So they so, moved it to Atlanta yeah. in 25. Awesome. That don't know what's going to be in Las Vegas for a while. Yeah, they'll find well, it. You'll just have to go out there on your own and bet I on sports in the season. I just came sports, back. But... I was just there a couple weeks ago. I just... Yeah, I was going to. Uh, it doesn't but matter. Vegas is not my vibe. It's fun for a day and a half. Yeah, yeah. Then move on. All right, you got a... The food is good. The food the is food's underappreciated. Excellent. Yeah. Yes. And so is the stratosphere, like going on those rides. Yeah. Right, Tony? Nope. Okay. Um, you got Kansas State and TCU at uh, Jerry World. They're 8-8 eight and eight all time because TCU won in October of this year in a crazy game. They won by 10, 38-28, but they were down by a lot, like, late. It was one of their miraculous comeback victories. Um so TCU's in Fort Worth. Arlington Stadium is in between Fort Worth and Dallas. Is 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 TCU west or east of the stadium? West. West. Okay. Just that was just a little geography Gotta question. Right there Y'all were very quick yeah. on that. Yeah. Okay. Um this what's what's the line on this one? Um the line I have two and a half what I'm looking It is right two and a half. That's TCU. that is a low I've said that's low, that's lower low than the USC Utah line. Right? Which is right. Is TCU in if they lose this? Yes. I think so too. Yeah. And I'd still say how you put a one loss nine conference championship participant team, even if that team lost to. Go hear that, right? Okay. <laughs> no, what are you talking Just, about? Even if that team lost to the team that is one or two, I still don't, I don't say you put them in. Uh, but you look at the committee and say they lost to a number 12 team. Ohio State lost to a, if Michigan wipes out Purdue, I just lost to number two team. I've seen the conference better. I think the conference is better. I think TCU may have to win. I think TCU may have to win. And um, I think they will. It's like, this is a reminder, by the way. Remember, like, uh, two months ago when it was like, oh, Lance Leopold is getting every job that you could possibly get. This is why Kansas is an impossible job. Right. Kansas is an impossible job because even if you have a breakthrough, everything is awesome and game day is here, if you don't keep it up all year, nobody wants you anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, right now, um, Wisconsin has hired Luke Fickle mm-hmm. for Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, Nebraska's hired Matt Rule. Yeah. From... I actually kind of love the Nebraska hired Matt That's Rule. a good hire. Yeah, I think good it's hire. a good hire. It also is a sign that Nebraska is like, oh, so we're... 
We're rebuilding. Yeah, like the, the, like it's Nebraska no longer pretending that they are the them. thing they were in two thousand one. Yeah. Which on one hand is like I'm sure Nebraska fans are like we're glad to have finally someone's realistic. I also would argue that like now this puts Nebraska in Iowa, Illinois, Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Like that's who they are. That's who they are now, which is great. Like that, because now I feel like they're with us. Like they're just now it's a fight among every all of those teams who can be the most man ball. Yes. Also, give me TCU. Yeah. I will. Uh, I'm not sure rural Nebraska is going to work out. I'm skeptical of that move. I, I get why they did it. It's a smart play. I'm not sure it's actually going to work. I think Fickle at Wisconsin is a better hire. Yeah. There's a world where Nebraska embraces uh, NIL. And gets, you know, all... But that's not Rule. Like, Rule wants to coach the NFL. Like, he, he's an NFL... Well, he, he, NIL is, is yeah, NFL-like. I guess, so. I, guess so. So, I guess so. I mean, you, you just have everybody in Nebraska give $5, and suddenly <laughs> you've got, what's 17,000 times 5? <laughs> 26. Um, <laughs> I have to say, when we do our confidence pools on this, I've got this pretty low. TCU has been waiting to lose... All year, I actually like, yeah like for the record they they looked great last week. They probably played their best game last week. But, sorry. Oh no! But they've been waiting to lose all year. Of the potential of the potential college football playoff teams, TCU is who I'd rather sure face. Feels like there's a real possibility we're having a big debate Saturday Sunday morning about okay, are we sure a one loss TCU team gets in? I, I of all I, I think USC is more likely to beat Utah than than Texas TCU is to beat Kansas. I'm gonna pick. I mean, I'm trying to catch up with Tony. Yeah, I'm you got Kansas to. State. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. All right, and moving on to the SEC championship game, you've got LSU oh, is that this weekend? and I Georgia. Heard. This is the fifth meeting of the two teams in the SEC championship game, which only trails <laughs> uh, what Florida and Alabama and the frequency. Um, LSU is three and one in this game versus Georgia. LSU is also 18, 13 and one versus Georgia all time. One of the only two schools that Georgia has a losing record to the other being Alabama. Um, yeah, Georgia has not fared well versus LSU. Um, the game or the matchup, the series matchup between LSU and Georgia has been played in four locations. All right. Hmm. Baton Rouge. Columbus. Athens, Georgia. <laughs> Atlanta. And then what's your fourth guess? Like, happened in 1943. They played it one time. I'm going to say New Orleans. I'm going to say uh, Columbus. Birmingham. Columbus. Columbus, Georgia. Oh, God bless you. Are you serious? <laughs> you didn't even give me up anything when I said Columbus. I wanted to, I wanted that to play good. through that. That was a good that was, poker face. That was great. That, that was a great. good poker face. That was great. That was Get out of here. 1943, that was a good LSU, Georgia, face. Columbus Columbus Memorial Stadium. I guess there was no chance of the Germans bombing it. <laughs> I don't know. 43. Wow. Um, I kind of like this fact. You're here's, sandbagging. Here's a fun fact. Sandbagger. Like, what is the last year that a team other... Then Georgia, LSU, or Alabama won the SEC championship game. Mm. The last year. Uh, Auburn 14? Auburn in 13-14. Yes, correct. Yeah. Then they beat Missouri. Yeah. That's when I moved here. That's been a long time. 
those three. It feels like it, that's the thing is it feels weird to have LSU because no one really thought LSU would be here, but LSU is always here, here all the time. It's either mm-hmm. like, yeah. that means LSU. Alabama or LSU has won six of seven. No, seven of eight. Because yeah. we've only won one. That's right. Twenty-one is Alabama. Twenty is twenty-twenty is Alabama. Twenty-nineteen is LSU. 2018 is Alabama. 2017 is Georgia. 20, we've only won one of these. Let's remind that, by the way. We've only won one of these. In a Versus Saturday. LSU. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, yeah, and uh, no, it's Auburn. I'm saying we've only won one of these. Like, no, we I, won one SEC championship versus LSU. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying that, like, but I'm saying during in the, the stretch, last seven years. The last eight time, years. Yeah, I mean, in the last, shoot, the last 16 years, 17 years. They won 05. O two or yeah O two. I can't hear you. That bre- that flag flying yeah. in the yeah. wind. I just, it's just worth reminding that like we have this idea like oh the SEC championship is ours. They've won two since two thousand five. They've won wow. two since two thousand three. So, so the idea that this is they've won three ever. So it's a big deal if Georgia wins the SEC championship. Uh, absolutely, game. and it should not be lost that it's a big deal when they win the SEC championship. So I'll make my pick. Um, you know, one thing that concerns me, I, t- I told you I'm not going to pull out some 48 to 10 uh, prediction for this, even though it could happen. 47-11. It could, yeah, 47-11. Is that Scorigami? It could happen. Oh, I'm sure it would be. Although I've been very disappointed. I'm actually concerned. Like I need a wellness check on whoever runs SEC Scorigami. It went dark like at the beginning of this month. There's oh. been no updates. And if somebody would give me the database, I will run it because I'm fascinated by that. But I, don't, I wouldn't know how to do that. I'm not very good at This is the problem know. with centralizing authority. When you centralize authority, the one person that would take care of that account, when they, if something happened to them, right. now yeah. they're in charge. Yeah. Well, I made Elon mad. Thanks, Elon. Yeah, thanks, Elon. Um, so uh, one thing that concerns me is uh, what I mentioned earlier is how it felt like George has been kind of messing around with teams, um, you know, not putting them away the way we feel like they should. Another thing that concerns me, George is minus three in the turnover margin for the season, which is amazing to me. That ranks 90th in FBS. Um, you know, a uh, little, um, I guess, thing to look forward to. Uh, USC is number one at plus 23 if we end up playing them. Did but you see what Northwestern is? What is it? They are minus 18. Do you know okay. how hard it is? To be minus eighteen, not eighteen turnovers. Minus eighteen. Turnovers. Minus eighteen turnover margin. That is like, like legitimately hard in the nation. <laughs> and they've won one game. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, so that that's that's that concerns me. Um, he, you know, I think that uh, I think that uh, Georgia might mess around again. Um, I'm, I was worried a little bit where it looked like Brock Bowers was just going to take over the game early versus Georgia Tech, and he had two. Penalties called against him, and one caught, caught. Well, he dropped the pass, but an offensive pass interference in in the end zone, and you know I've seen a couple of hands to the face penalties. I just think some weird stuff is going to happen to this. I don't think Stetson will be you know you know slinging it like he did against Oregon. Uh, I think he'll have a great game. Um, I I am predicting Georgia to win, but I see something more on the lines of what did I write down? Georgia 33, because that's a good number uh, for Georgia victories, but LSU 20. I think that it's going to be nip and tuck. Um, Jackpot coming in clutch again. If he can kick, if he can kick in those wins in Kentucky, 
He can kick in a dome. He is booming. Uh, that guy. That guy should be should win the the Lou Groza Award this year. But yeah, no no worries. It, it'll be worrisome at times, but Georgia pulls it out thirty three to twenty. In my opinion, I have to say, um, you know what we are due for. We are due to wipe somebody out. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like like that. Well, I'm married. That feels <laughs> like the next step. I have to say, and I listen. The, the thing to worry about is if Daniels is healthy, and they start throwing it around a little bit, and they start spreading it out. Like that's the Georgia Tech thing. I just, I'm not sure he's going to be entirely be entirely be there. And if they don't have that. I think Georgia's going to run it down their throat, and they're going to run it down their throat enough to where they're going to get some get people loose. Um, I I think the only thing that worries me is the fact that LSU lost last week, and they're going to be a little dialed up. And I think that's true. I just think that every single time that Georgia is dialed up for a big game, they have responded, and they have responded in a definitive way. I don't think it's a full-on crazy blowout because I don't think they need this to be a full-on blowout. Even Tennessee was not a full-on blowout, though we all knew it was a full-on blowout. This feels like the Tennessee game to me. And I think, for the record, I think Tennessee is better than LSU. So uh, I I don't mean to put that in that realm because Tennessee was number one in the country when they came into that game. I don't think LSU is that good, but it feels like that kind of game. It feels like a first quarter where Georgia goes up like 17-0. Wow. And then we just kind of chill. Tony's getting hot over here. Oh, my God. And um, are they selling beer? I think they're selling beer now. They're selling beer at the SC Championship game. Maggie's going to have to drive me home. So we're all – this feels like a 17-0 or even 21-0 first early second quarter lead. And then it just – and then then whoever Georgia brings in – to be the quarterback in the fourth quarter is starting for this t- team in 2029 against LSU, uh, leading them on to their sixth national championship. Uh, this feels to me like a 41 to 10 wow. type of game. I have to say, Tony, do you need a few moments How to collect yourself? Terrible. Can you hit pause? Um, I'm it's, always a skeptic on this. Yeah, it's a are. weird place when Will is far more yeah. like optimistic than yeah. me. Um, so I don't disagree with Will, actually. Um, I, I, when you get to the score, you'll yeah. disagree with me. But I think this is a game where Georgia dominates from the get-go. Um, I am not certain that Georgia's going to run off to a 21-0 or 27-0 lead. But I am optimistic enough to think that Georgia handles business in a way that puts LSU in a position where they are having to make some hard decisions about what they do offensively. And defensively, they are stressed to the point where when we get to the third quarter, they are they're they're just back on their heels. Um I think this is a game where Stetson Bennett earns a trip to New York. Mm. He's not going to win. He's not being Kelly no, Williams. Not. He's not being Kelly Williams. Right. But he earns a trip to New York. Um, and is, he probably does it Does he win legs. the Bullworth Award? He What? The Bullworth? The yeah, one that tells yeah, yeah. political truths that are afraid to be said out loud? Yes. No, the Brian the, Bullsworth Award. The, basically, it goes to a walk-on. 
Like I don't a former walk on. What's this Bullsworth? Yeah. The Bullsworth. Right, yeah. He will yeah. win that again. Um, Did he win it last year? But I think I think he wins it with his legs, right? I think I I mean he's going to have a decent passing game. I think he wins the legs. Burlsworth. Uh, Burlsworth. Burlsworth. Okay. Um, give me Georgia thirty-five, LSU thirteen. For the record, how did Stetson Bennett not win this award last year? Who won it? Grant Morgan, a Who's linebacker that? for Arkansas. They should have given it to Bumper Pool. I actually kind of love this I don't guess award. I, this is the first time I'm hearing this award. Huge fan. I like this award, but it kind of feels like it's the same way Brock Bowers should have won the won the Mackey Award. They're just sleeping on Georgia. <laughs> Never <Yeah>. heard of them. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> when, they gonna, when are we going to start getting some attention? Um, it is very exciting for me. What uh, you know, I, I've now reached the point where. The SEC championship game is starting to feel like they didn't make it 2020, but it's starting to feel like a like I'm going to do the same thing this year. I'm going to get my hotel reservation yeah. soon, yeah. like I do every year, and I love it. Like that is that is a great place to be. Scott, Scott you going? Nope. Yep. Uh, my oldest Maggie and I are going. She is uh, the last time she went was 2019 against LSU. She swears she's not a jinx baby. We'll find out. Let us not forget what it felt like when they played Auburn. God, that was what amazing. What it felt it like. It was so to- dumb. I walked out there, like I had no idea until my Southern Cal buddy that I stayed with at Pasadena. He was like, hey, you want to stay at the house for the Rose Bowl? I'm like, oh my God, we're going to the Rose Bowl, aren't we? It was amazing to be in that game. Like, I moved again, I moved here in 13. They never made it until that Auburn game. Mm-hmm. Like, that is... Like, it's cool to be here. You don't want me there because I'm 0 5 at MBS. Yeah. Oh, you mm. are really? Yeah. You're the Jinx baby. I've seen two Atlanta United games, three Georgia games. Wait, the, I lost both games you went to? Yeah. Oh. Gee, even this you. year. I went to one this well, year. They were yeah. This year. Yeah. yeah. I don't even look at Atlanta. Uh, but I've been to, I was at the uh, the championship game in 2018, the do you second have a queen 26. Show to go to? Don't take your. I yeah. went to the 2019. Uh, SEC championship game. I don't think I realize this. This is an awesome subplot to the podcast. Yeah, bum, bum, I've never, bum. never been to a. Um, oh, we're going. Winning. We're, we're, we're gonna. Game. We're going. Where's yeah. the Where's the next Atlanta game? You didn't go to the North Carolina Georgia game. That was at the dome. That was at the dome. <gasps> yeah, oh. I was there. You can never go in that building again. Well, I can if 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 it's like you know Atlanta United. Nobody cares if they win or not. Just That's true. not true, but uh, <laughs> nevertheless, it's less important than Georgia right. winning. Uh, but I will say that, like, so send me to the to to like games to to be a jinx. Whatever you do, don't go to the Peach Bowl. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. Go to the Peach no, I won't. Go I won't be there. All right, gents. Uh, I don't know when our next show in person is going to be. Is that we're going to do a post game show on Sunday, uh, and then Scott, we'll all go through it. the holiday. Yeah, of course. My agent won't let me. Yeah, Scott. Scott is Jewish like, sector, man. It hurts the brand for Scott to come on and do the post game shows. <laughs> uh, but uh, when that's done, I know how much it hurt you to say that. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll do. We'll do. What we will no matter what, assuming they don't lose. Saturday and then somehow miss the playoff entirely, which I think we all think is not going to happen. Oh, um, even if they lose, I don't think they're missing right. the playoff. Uh, we will do a big playoff sh- preview show 
before the before Christmas because you're leaving shortly after Christmas, Tony. Yeah, Christmas Day, I'm going so to Northern Michigan. Because so, last year we were just discussing the free show. We we when we recorded the pre playoff show last year, I believe it was after Christmas. It was. This it was. year it will be before Christmas. So we will record it with all three of us together. And then if something crazy ass happens, um, we'll do an emergency podcast. We'll do an emergency. Like, wait, how is Fountain Bowda starting? (laughs) Still too soon. (laughs) Starting this game. How did this happen? That was six years ago. That was exactly. It's not that long. Seven years ago. It's not that long. All right, gents. Uh, hey, uh, let's have let's go out and have some fun this weekend. Uh, for the record, anyone that is in Atlanta for the game and is looking for something to do on Friday night, my friend Will Haraway, his band, the Sun Dogs, is playing their yearly Tom Petty cover band show. It is a great, great show. Our pal Robert Wolf went with all of our crew uh, uh, the last the last time they were there before the pandemic, and it's a great, great show. I will be at that show before I leave to go watch the Atlanta Maryland game that night, basketball game that night. Good times all around. But otherwise, we're in the SEC championship game. This is very exciting. Until then, go dogs. Go dogs. And thanks so much for listening. Like Will and Tony said, they'll be back with a post-game show on Sunday at some time, and I'll check with my agent to see what time I should publish it. Until then, uh, if you need some shirts and apparel, go to the76.com, use code WSLS at checkout so you can qualify for free shipping. Of course, you'll always be qualified to listen to our show. We'll be back mid-December to preview the, I don't know, Whatever playoff, next. yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to say anything else. We're, we're going to preview a Georgia football game. Whenever but, Scott's deigns to enjoy to join us, right. for a show. Um, but yeah, we'll see you on campus sometime uh, in April for the G Day game. <laughs> it's kind of sad, but we got a lo- lot of other big games to take care of before then. And as always, go dogs. <laughs> <laughs>